On June 30th, 1908, the largest asteroid impact in recorded history struck in Siberia, Russia. The explosion happened over the sparsely populated northern forest land Podkamenaya Tunguska River in what is present-day Krasnoyarsk Krai. The blast released enough energy to literally kill reindeer and flatten an estimated 80 million trees over an area of over 800 square miles. Locals around the area reported seeing a fireball, a bluish light nearly as bright as the sun, just moving across the sky, just casually moving across the sky. Imagine seeing that, imagine being there, I'd be like, what is going on? This fireball's powerful shockwave literally broke windows that were hundreds of miles away, and it literally knocked people off of their feet. Like, that, that expression, knock people off their feet, that literally happened. Like, when an expression like that happens, like an idiom, you know it's real. Like, you know shit got real. So we're going to be talking about this crazy-ass explosion right here, right now in this episode of Cauldron Capsule. But if you are new here, I just wanted to ask you to please consider subscribing to this channel because I post videos every single week here on the Paranormal Conspiracy. I'm new here too! So let's talk about what actually caused this explosion. Or what they say caused the explosion. Keyword right there, just kidding. Conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Okay. So because of the isolation of the area and like the political upheaval in Russia during the time, the first scientists actually didn't even reach the remote area of Siberia until 1927. Like weird, right? Like you think of the largest asteroid impact in human history, scientists would be like, let's go. No. I get it. I get it. Political upheaval. It's a battle. I know. I know. 1927, Leonid Kulik led the first Soviet research expedition to investigate the event. Clapping for Leonid for being the first freaking badass, brave-ass man. Like, come on, Gryffindor, let's go. So basically, he made the trip to the region. He started interviewing the locals. He was like, so what happened? And they're like, 17 years ago, I was knocked off my feet. He also explored the area, like the fallen trees. He was like, hmm. He like licked the tree sap and he was like, tastes like an asteroid and they were like yes scientific evidence bam drop the mic so interviewing the locals made leonid believe that it was a giant meteorite so you know just like anyone would do he convinced the soviet government to fund an expedition to this impacted zone he was like yo we need the cash and the soviet government was like all right, Leonid, like, you were the first one to go discover the area. So, like, okay, like, yeah, you're pretty badass. So, like, yeah, here's the cash. So he goes back in 1927 on this funded expedition by the Soviet government. And he was, like, looking to find the crater of the zone. Like, where did this mother-effing asteroid actually hit? Where is the crater? Where is the middle, the point, the point of entry onto Earth's soil? Wow, that was deep. No, it wasn't. <laughs> However, after hiring hunters, like skilled hunters in the area to go through up and down Siberian land over here in this remote ass area, they eventually found out that there wasn't even a damn crater. Like they searched, there was nothing. For years, they continued to search the area, gather some evidence, but because of limited scientific technology, which hey, understood. They couldn't really do much but look around and like I said, taste the tree sap. No, I just made that up. They didn't like do an Aunt Jemima syrup like whole collection thing. I was just, I, I don't know why I said that. And more expeditions were even sent in the 1950s and the 1960s. And this is when they found 
microscopic silicate. And they also found magnetite spheres in siftings of the soil. And later expeditions identified these spheres in the resin of the trees as well. So it was showing in the trees, it was showing in the soil, it was confirmed case of microscopic silicate and magnetite spheres. And if you're a science person, good for you. I am not, so I don't even know what the hell I'm reading until I researched. Now, with chemical analysis, it was evident that these spheres contained high proportions of nickel relative to iron, which is also found in meteorites. Okay, drop the bomb, meteorite, Leonid, let's go. You were right, almost, I think, maybe. So this led to the fact that, yes, it is indeed of extraterrestrial origin. Let's go aliens. Additionally, the concentration of spheres in different regions of the soil was found to be consistent with the expected distribution of debris from what is called a meteoroid airburst, meaning that this incoming object never actually struck Earth itself. It just exploded in the atmosphere and just that the blast was that fat that it literally shook the Earth's core. Well, not the core. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure if it shook the ground, it shook the core. Now, this type of atmospheric explosion was enough to cause massive damage to the forest in the region. As I said before, rest in peace, reindeer. And scientists determined that the object was most likely a stony asteroid, approximately the size of a 25-story building. I didn't even see a 25-story building until I was like, I don't know, 10, you know? And there, here's an asteroid just freaking falling in the middle of space. The asteroid was traveling at a speed of about 33,500 miles per hour and exploded three to six miles above Earth's surface. This stuff was crazy, right? And we had some scientific evidence of what happened. But because there's only one incident of this happening, it's like, okay, but we can't really track it because science has advanced so much and it hadn't happened yet, again, until the Ch Chelyabinsk meteor. Now, years later, on February 15th of 2013, a similar yet smaller airburst occurred over the city of Chelyabinsk, Russia. It was actually 1,500 miles to the west of the exact location of the Tunguska explosion. And it was 105 years later. So 1,500 miles west wasn't that far. I mean, yeah, it's far. Yeah, 1,500. I would walk 5,000 miles. That song is more miles than how far this shit was from the original, the OG. 105 years later, bitch. This time in 2013, it was highly documented, which is good for scientific purposes. It gave the opportunity for researchers to apply modern computer modeling techniques to study this airburst phenomenon that happened. The interpretation was that it was most likely a stony asteroid, the size of a five-story building that broke apart 15 miles above the ground. Crazy, 15 miles above the ground, what? I can't even run one mile. So imagine 15, that's not good. Um, a lot of people can run more than one. So this caused a shock wave equivalent to a 550 kiloton explosion, which was able to blow out roughly a million windows and injure more than a thousand people. So given that this happened not once, but twice, what is in store for us in the future with these asteroids just blowing up in the middle of the atmosphere? Scientists note that an object like the Chelyabinsk meter can impact the earth every 10 to 100 years on average, which 10 to 100 years, I feel like that's a large span considering that like, I don't even know if I'll live to 90. But as as a result, two separate missions will actually travel to the asteroid of Didymos. ESA's HERA mission is due to launch in 2024, and NASA's DART mission launched on November 23rd of 2021. The HERA mission will actually join to Didymos to study DART's impact. And Lorian Wheeler, a researcher at NASA Ames Research Center working on NASA's Asteroid Threat Assessment Project, said, 
quote, because there are so few observed cases, a lot of uncertainty remains about how large asteroids break up in the atmosphere and how much damage they could cause on the ground. However, recent advancements in computational models, along with analyses of the Chelyabinsk and other meteor events are helping to improve our understanding of these factors so that we can better evaluate potential asteroid threats in the future. So it's pretty clear that this was a meteoroid airburst. There's like a 2% in me that's just like, but what if it wasn't? Like there wasn't a crater, we understand, but like really was an asteroid just blowing up? If it is the airburst, right? If NASA's right, if, you know, scientists who study this all day, every day are right and conspiracy theorists are wrong and the government isn't hiding everything from us, then if it is an asteroid that blew up that far away and made that big of an impact, that's crazy. That's scary. That just shows how small we truly are and how big and grand the universe is and how crazy shit can get in a minute, in a minute, blow out a whole, how many reindeer? How many reindeer had to die for this? You know what I mean? There's like the 2% of me that's like, but what if it was an air burst? Could it have been an extraterrestrial species doing something to us? But anyway, that's just a thought to leave you on this lovely day. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure to hit that subscribe button because I post videos two to three times a week, depending on the week, because I have nothing else better to do besides talk to you. You're my best friend. No, you're not. You probably are like, you're disgusting and weird. But anyway, I hope you guys like this video and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.